0: as this procession kind of like move, they, they move up onto the platform. They do a kind of circular spiral and then they make their way towards you. Uh And as this happens, um, Baza, like, first of all, he looks surprised that this is happening. Uh-huh. Uh, and then he says, you all need to be on your best behavior, Right. Uh, and then he like jogs over to this procession and starts mm-hmm. talking to the one of these soldiers. Uh, what are the three of you doing?
1: I was gonna say, can I do a? I don't know whether you want history or whatever. Of like, does this look like king, like emperor, like like what is what is happening hierarchically? Um, for- yeah, give me
0: a, give me an uh, uh, an insight or a history. And all of you can make this if you want. Um, does Harold's? Uh, tell me if you're passive. I'll let you roll. And I'll t- and like, tell me if what, what's high. Does your passive position, or, or but your, uh, does
1: the noble background help us at all here? Because I know that Harold's got the same. I
0: think. Uh, actually, yes. Yeah. yeah, I'll let you have yes. that noble noble background. So, um, give you if you're rolling. Yeah, you get advantage on this. I'll let you right. say. Are we rolling history or insight? History or insight? You get to pick. I shall pick insight.
1: I'm picking history because that makes sense. Um, so I mm-hmm. rolled a seven, and then I rolled an eighteen. So thank you for my noble my nobleness, uh, which means I actually got a yeah, uh, so twenty-four.
0: <laughs> okay, twenty-one. She for old.
1: Me. She knows things <laughs> about
0: like yeah yeah weird um
2: ritual, like yeah. Like, so.
0: Uh, Meredith, are you also rolling an inside or a history?
2: Uh, I rolled a twelve history, so okay.
0: All right, no, um, <laughs> Meredith, you just know that this person is important. Uh, yep, and um, their armor and their and their stuff looks ceremonial, and it looks like it's been like it looks old.
2: Yeah, it looks super it looks duper shiny. Old.
0: Yeah, um, Harold. Uh, this and and potential Herald and potential. I'll tell you what you both know from your history and insight. If he's not their leader, he is someone of huge significance in their their culture. Mm. Mm. Um, maybe maybe not like the the elected or the, the, the whatever. You don't really actually know what government system they have, but you, maybe not like the leader, but maybe the. The elder, the advisor, the spiritual guide—maybe mm. he's definitely somebody of of S- peak significance status. in this this society. Yes,
1: the highest of
0: status. Uh, Potential. You used history. I did. I will tell you that these weapons look like the, these weapons. That banner. The all of that gold mm-hmm. is old. You've seen like freshly minted gold before, and you've seen gold that's sat around for hundreds mm. of years. And do you know the difference? Yes, <laughs> And this gold is very, very old. It's been polished recently. Yep. Uh, but you can tell that like, it's it's rounded, like, where, where it should be a straight edge corner, it's rounded from age. Like, it's soft. Like, gold's a soft metal. It ages. It, it ages. Mm-hmm. And you can tell that this stuff is super-duper old. Yep.
1: Can I, when you say super-duper old, are you talking my parents' generation old? My grandparents' generation old? Like, uh, do you know what I mean? Like, how, how worn the, is worn?
0: Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. This, this gold... Might be the oldest gold you've seen outside of a museum. Cool. That's like
1: um, an Imperium museum, as opposed to a anywhere else museum. Yes. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Got it. Thank yeah. You.
0: And like an Imperium museum of like ancient artifacts yep. that they dug up somewhere. Sick. Like very old. It'd it be um, Harold. <laughs> mm. old, Harold. With on. your insight roll, I will tell you that uh, this person that is coming towards you this this old lizard folk on the um, the, the palanquin that's being mm. carried um, they are somebody who looking at them though they appear blind you get the impression that they're seeing more than you might see with uh, your own eyes mm-hmm uh-huh you get the impression that as they get closer, you see that while they might not be looking at you directly, you can almost see like pinpricks of light in their eyes mm. as if they are looking at a brilliant night sky.
3: Mm.
2: Ooh.
3: Do I... Oh, this is... Mm. Do I, like... Would I have any kind of reference to, like, like those those lights, uh, given my ability to read the Star Orb and things like that? Like, do I glean any insight from, like, what he seems to be seeing? Or is that just so far out of Harold's, like... Like, you know, you know like, um, you, you just couldn't possibly like 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 if you were Daredevil right for the first time yeah. ever you would have no idea right it would just be so far yeah. out of your
0: experience yeah yeah um you don't know for the yeah. the, the simplest version is you don't <laughs> yeah. know what he's seeing but you get you just get the impression that he he is seeing more than anyone you've ever met has is, has, has ever seen mm. and he seems to just be like turning his head around and as he looks around you see the the lights in his eyes like move as if mm. he's looking at different different things uh, now the the lizard folk who get who is carrying the the snake shaped banner. Um, stands be- before you and like it's it almost, it almost sounds like a bark mm-hmm. uh, with how he says it, but it's something in draconic. Now, I don't believe any of you speak draconic. Nope.
3: I don't think Harold does.
0: Meredith nope. doesn't,
2: no. Wouldn't have a reason to. Okay.
0: He like... This this banner carrier stamps the the foot of the banner onto the the platform and continues speaking in Draconic. Um, and he does so for about thirty seconds before wait 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 uh, hang on Metker, like ah uh, oh um Metker begins to speak in Draconic oh mm. and they they this banner keeper stops and looks at Metker. There's a brief <laughs> conversation between them. And Mecca turns to you. Okay, hi. Sorry, I, I didn't... I'm judging by your, your blank expressions, uh, I'm guessing none of you understand Draconic.
2: Meredith, like, shakes her head and... Yeah. Okay, yeah.
0: <laughs> Looks confused. So, uh... Yeah, yeah. So, uh, this is, uh, this... Um... I didn't I didn't catch his name. But the this banner-carrying guy, uh, he... Is is announcing uh, the 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 lizard folk on the the, the uh, what, what would you call that like a like a, like a
2: seat palanquin yeah yeah something
0: like that um yeah he's announcing him he's he's going through the titles of, that this lizard folk possesses uh like uh stargazer uh I'm trying to translate those hang on um. Uh, one who sees eternally, um, the, the old scale, uh, and he, like, turns around to the lizard folk, says something in draconic. The Drac- lizard folk re- replies in draconic. Um, uh, he who, who watches for the darkness, I think is that last one. Oh. Um, uh, it seems like he's come to speak with you which I suspect might be a problem if none of you can speak draconic um, um, um can uh Potentia, please how does that take oh I don't
1: actually wait I haven't used any spells today right
0: yes it's been a full so rest I would be day able to not doing spells mm, I can't remember
1: how in playing other types of spellcasters, um, can I prep new things at the start of the day, or is it only when I? Uh,
0: wizard, so wizard. Stuff. At the start of each day, you can pick. <laughs> at the start of each day, you can pick new spells. Yes, I ha- so I have the spell also- I want, but I
1: need to. One of them is a ritual spell, which is what I would like to be able to cast immediately, as opposed to casting it as a ritual spell, which is what I'm just trying to work out, just for clarity.
0: Uh well we here at dungeons and <laughs> doctorates allow a certain number of flexible castings yes. for our prepared casters mm. which is why i was like cuz if uh, i can
1: do that i just need to move something around so that i remember that i yep. so i get rid of something that i don't want but like i don't not don't want but like yes so i'm just going to unprepare something and prepare the thing i actually want um can i cast comprehend languages on myself please <laughs> Is that? Because I looked at oh, that. Oh, yeah. Is yeah. that only written? She has
2: a... Or is uh, that spoken language? the
1: literal meaning of any spoken language that you oh, hear.
2: Man, mine's only written. Oh, no. No, it is.
0: Uh,
1: Comprehend languages. It's the same for everybody. It's. You
2: oh,
0: can use yeah. it for
1: written language, which well, is what I've used it for before, but right. I can also... I'm going to cast Comprehend Languages, too, then. <laughs> Mostly because, but I also, just, can I just be clear? I want to cast this and not necessarily have, like, tell Metgo that I have. Because okay. I want to cast it, like, on myself so that I can check whether he is saying what the dragon is saying, like, the, the lizard folk is saying or not. I'm not interested in mm-hmm. okay. doing the communicating. I'm not the face of this party. I never have been. But I am perfectly okay. happy to confirm deny what is being said if that makes okay. sense okay
0: and do you do this after metka has explained all of this or as metka like oh you guys don't speak lizard folk yeah like draconic yeah. Let, me explain. let me explain so at that point at that point when you yeah okay um yeah so you you cast that on yourself What what is, is it verbal semantic it is
1: verbal semantic uh, and um and material a pinch of soot and salt but i i use a, a spell casting focus anyway Um, so material components are bizarre, but like I, she would bend down and like, whilst listening, fix her shoe or something and mutter it to herself to not like, she's not Mm -hmm. trying to Mm -hmm. hide it necessarily in a like roguie kind of way, but more in a like, I don't particularly want you to know what I'm doing, but if you overhear me, then okay."
0: okay. Um, give me a sleight of hand. Natural 20 plus three. Oh, oh! Well, that's the time to do it. Yeah. <laughs> um,
1: of all of the, I will, I will take a photograph and prove that that is a net twenty. Just because it feels like if that's the time to do it is a,
0: yeah, uh, yeah. I believe you. Okay.
1: I know, but just yeah. for proof purposes. Um, okay, fair. <laughs> she has proof.
0: Hmm. Um. Okay. So. You do that. Yep. Uh, <laughs> Metker's translation is you might consider uh, simple. The the in its original draconic, uh, the title is perhaps like more grandiose, more mm-hmm. over the top, more embellished. And you're not sure. I'm going to give this for free based on your insight. You're not sure if that's Mecca simplifying the explanation into common, or if Mecca's under like, grasp of draconic
1: is not good enough to is not necessarily
0: yeah. good enough to do that that full translation. Okay. Um, now as Mecca is explaining like these these titles of this this old wizened lizard folk, mm-hmm. Meredith, you realise that, wait a minute, you have Comprehend Language as a spell that you yes, can I do. yourself, <laughs> that you can understand. <laughs> uh, and I think you let Metker get through that before you're like, oh, wait a minute, you interrupt.
2: Yeah, me. yeah, yeah. I, I don't think she'd try to hide it for sure. Um, um, do you want to check whether
1: you spot me doing it given you know that spell
2: as well? Oh, yeah, yeah. That's possibly a good point.
0: Yeah, I'll let I'll let you make a perception against a natural twenty plus like, three, which I will count. Oh, so
2: uh, I, I got a, a I rolled a three, which my with with uh, my modifier is a six. I I don't I don't think I don't think no. I notice. Nope,
1: don't think you do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Look, um, I tried, I
2: tried so to help so
0: you. <laughs> As a as a DM, mm. whenever I see a natural twenty, I treat that as a thirty. Yeah. Yep. Plus. There was no way three. I was so getting I was a that. Thirty-three.
1: No.
2: Unless I rolled another <laughs> natural that, twenty. That, maybe. Anyway.
1: You never know. Could have. What was your yeah. modifier? I what was your thought. modifier on it? Plus three. So you could have. Yeah. You could, could have, have.
2: You could have uh, made it to fine. beat it if yeah. you'd rolled a nat twenty. You're yeah, in fine. Um.
0: <laughs> yeah.
2: Yeah. yeah. So I'm gonna I'm gonna cast comprehend languages and um and say I understand what's going on. Like you can keep translating if you want, but I can. I'm happy to to pass it on to the group if you like.
0: Oh, Uh yeah that that would be great. I I think I'm only catching maybe a okay. second word.
1: If I'm being honest. Alrighty. she's gonna very uh, potential is very good. Pointedly just turned about to go,
4: Meredith, do you understand it or do you speak it? Understand.
1: So you may have to do some work still. It, 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 the, the idea of her being just like, just because we understand it doesn't mean that we can speak it back. So you still have a job to do right now.
0: Um,
2: Where's Bazaar, by the way?
0: He's standing, like, with his people, ah, okay, with the cool. folk people, yeah. kind of like. And, like, is a big dude. But these, like, armoured up warriors uh, yeah. make Bazza look small. Right. Like, like Baza is like wiry strong. These guys, you get the impression are like muscle builder. Like, like these guys lift weights.
2: Their job is look scary. Yeah,
0: their job is look scary. These
2: guys are tank strong.
4: Hi guys, Kate here. Just dropping in with an outside of the D and Doctorates world little update. Uh, So as you might know, myself, Ross, Ben and Joe often jump into other projects as well as working on Dungeons and Doctorates. So we thought we'd start dropping in a few of those little tidbits here and there. So I've actually got the next one coming up. So on the 2nd of March at 10.30am Australian Eastern Daylight Time, myself, Matt Brown from Split the Party TV and Jack Squarepeg will all be jumping on to Jack's uh, Twitch channel, That's twitch.tv forward slash JackSquarePeg to talk about being a game master and a player and how good game design can affect your experiences. Um, It'll be a panel for St Kilda Libraries. So we'd really love to see some people in chat having a chat with us about all the things that you think makes good game design and good fun when it comes to TTRPGs. So if you'd like to join us, that again is on twitch.tv forward slash JackSquarePeg at 10.30 a.m. Australian Eastern Daylight Time. And I'm sure there'll be a vote up afterwards if you want to catch what myself, Matt and Jack have to say. But otherwise, back to the episode.
0: So this interaction is happening and this uh, old like lizard folk places his hand on Baz's shoulder, like reaches over, there's like you almost hear like his scales creaking as he <laughs> leans over, uh, and he places his hand on Baz's shoulder and like, and Basa like, yep, yep, yeah. This this folk like, like leans down, whispers something to him, and like gestures forward towards the your group, and then Basil, like, in as calmer ways he can like jog over to where you are. Uh, hey. Yeah, so I've kind of been um, requested to be your translator uh, because it seems like some of you don't speak Draconic and I speak Common pretty well. I'm just like I... And... Metka you never said that you weren't great at Draconic. I... I... Did you know I was bad at Draconic? You couldn't tell. So I must be okay. Right? Uh,
4: I think this might be the case of the difference between an interpreter and someone who speaks a language.
0: Yeah. Yeah. You're good, Mecca. You're not that good. Oh, okay. <laughs> this is Ben just being uh, like, yeah, I so like, like, I don't want to do this
1: voice anymore. <laughs> I love doing Mecca's voice.
0: What are you I talking do about? i Mecca's voice all night. Uh, um, but like... Bazza also will get some of the more cultural yeah. things that he can translate. Uh, yeah, so like I can, if you say things, I can translate them into a chronic for you.
2: Oh, thank you. And uh, help you out. That's going to make life a lot easier, and I, can I also, think. And also like
0: try and do the other way. Um. So there's a, a moment where this old lizard folk like taps his staff twice on the, the palanquin and the the guards like in in single like step like took and they stepped to the side to that they are now forming a line uh like where, where your group is there is now a line of lizard folk and the palanquin in the middle of them right so they they were standing in front of him they've stepped to the side to allow him to like approach you okay and the lizard folk through a Carrying this thing on their shoulders, move forward to bring this old lizard folk towards you. Uh, and I will speak as the old lizard folk for those of you who can understand him, and for Ren and Harold who cannot understand the old lizard folk, assume that Bazard translates everything for you. That okay, Ross? Yeah, that that sounds good. No need to double dip. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: Unless you choose, unless you are, there are moments where you are choosing to double dip Ben, in which case do that too. Because yeah,
0: there might be a couple times where the translation is a little different. So I hear that you've brought a relic to us. You are the ones. And he's like looking at you, but not really like his eyes aren't focused on you. Like there's again that he has stars in his eyes.
2: Meredith, I think is going to step forward if and if anyone has any objections, speak now. Um, as <laughs> she's going to step forward and just say, "Yes, uh, hello, we're the ones who who brought um, the relic." I. Just wanted to apologise sincerely on behalf of of my colleagues. I I don't think any of us had any understanding of the cultural significance or just how much fear and panic it would cause, and we deeply regret anything that we've we've done to upset you. Please know it wasn't intentional.
0: It would not be the first time that. A pink skin has brought something or done something culturally in, culturally offensive to us unintentionally. I can imagine. It is nice to hear an apology. That is rare.
2: I'm so sorry that that's in your experience. If there's anything we can do to make it up to you, let us know.
0: Tell me what you know of the relic and where you found it.
2: Ben, we've already talked about the moon with Baza, haven't we?
0: Yes. Yeah, okay, cool.
2: Um, Can we do a... She goes on to tell you, kind of moment where we reiterate yeah. what we told Baza.
0: Um, give me, give me the three key points that Meredith like hits in when she, as she tells this story.
2: We went to the moon. Um, we found a temple that looks really suspiciously familiar and similar to this, and we found the weapon on uh, near, like, kind of buried. Uh, next to some um, kind of fossilised skeletal remains uh, next to one of the obelisks.
3: Okay.
2: Yeah. Uh,
0: Interesting. Our ancestors, like us, have long studied the stars. To think even those taken prisoner continue to do so hmm. your story is curious it it feels like a piece of missing information Our ancestors, many were taken as prisoners into the ships of the darkness. We thought them lost forever. Taken for who knows what purpose. We have a week of remembrance every year in their memory, those taken by the ships of the darkness, <laughs> to think that some survived and built a temple on the moon. And you say you found the relic alongside their remains.
2: That's right, yeah.
0: And the stone pillars they were with, they were like these. Any gestures to the pillars? Yes. Uh, I would like all of you to give me an intelligence check. Flat intelligence? Just flat intelligence, please.
3: Um, Would Harold have advantage in this particular case? Yes. (laughs)
2: Never hurts uh, to ask. 14. Yes. 14 for me too.
0: 16 for Harold. Uh, You'd all know that the pillars, the obelisks up on the moon, they weren't stone. They were made of some strange metal. Mm. Uh, And Harold, you would know based on the pillars here and the pillars on the moon, they are similar Different in the way that, like stars, drift over time.
3: Um, mm. uh, elaborate on that a little.
0: Um, the constellations here mm. are in this in this uh, hinge represent a modern version of the stars. The right, constellations so- on the hinge on the moon represent represent based on your understanding what must be an older version of how the stars looked millions of years ago. So, um,
3: I suppose then... Uh, Anything Harold would you say understand, is going
0: to get translated through Basil. Yeah.
3: Harold would understand then that they they were made by culturally similar people, but obviously at a time long in the past.
0: Yes, yes.
3: Uh, could you uh, see? This is the issue here. Hmm. Uh, Bazer, could you ask him if he speaks celestial?
0: Uh, yeah, I can. I can do that. Uh, your great starshipness. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you, you can. Like, you can see, like he cringes like, into, into himself. Mm. Um, this one asks if you speak celestial, uh, and he hasn't really been looking at any of you. He's just kind of been like, he's like, Mm. heads kind of drifting as he speaks, kind of like lulling from side to side. Uh, and he, like his head kind of stops and it, he looks at you, Harold. Mm Mm-hmm. In your mind, Harold, you Mm. hear his voice, and only you. Mm Mm-hmm. If you need to speak with me, this can suffice. Uh, Okay, I will
3: respond, presumably, also, in my own mind? Mm Mm-hmm.
0: I'll try that. I mean, you can you can you can respond out loud, but he'll get it through your mind as well. Like it's, I I, I imagine yeah. as you say things, you think about the things you're saying. No, not always, mm. but like,
3: yes, yes, okay. Um, well, I suppose I will speak common then for the <laughs> uh, for the purposes of everyone else. Um, mm. I I too am a scholar of the, the stars, uh, and what I saw up there was. Uh, very similar to to your obelisks Uh, amazing observations of the stars and their positions and their importance Uh, i can tell you based on the constellations up there uh, uh, those obelisks were made a very long time ago the stars are no longer in those positions and the constellations have changed in that time
0: That makes sense. These obelisks have stood here for a long time, but even they have had to be altered mood, and even sometimes remade.
3: I can tell you this. Your ancestors put up one hell of a fight. Speak
0: on that more. Uh, Give me just like... Two or three mm. key points, as Harold like talks about. And Remember, the rest of you are only hearing Harold's words. The rest of it is all like telepathic.
3: Mm. I give him like a very like yeah. I give him the rundown of like the pictures that we saw, the depictions of the battles. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. For now, I'm leaving out the part about the entity that we fought, though. I'm, I'm telling him about the history that we discovered, not necessarily the things that we did. We had
0: long attributed the the end of the war, the flash of light that. Uh, and this he this he says in Draconic, so that everyone everyone who can speak Draconic understands. And Harold, you also hear this in your mind in Common actually no in Celestial because you asked about Celestial Mm. we had long attributed the flash of light to intervention of the gods or maybe some powerful magic wrought by the dragons of old but you tell of an uprising of Prisoners fighting back against their captors. Perhaps they are the ones that stopped the Dark Star. They overthrew their captors, perhaps. In doing so, stranding them. Far from home But Saving the rest of us It's quite a thing to think of
3: Yeah I think his description of them as, as the dark star Peaks Harold's interest a little But maybe for now He doesn't press it He's just like Keeps that in his mind
0: I am satisfied that all of you are Ignorant of your actions perhaps But not with ill intent I can assure you that none of you will be held Guilty For what you have done here Bringing that evil device Into these lands Thank you It is my wish that when the stars align in three days' time, we destroy that device. You, points at Ren, despite not being able to see, you Mm. may continue your study of the temple here. And I invite all of you to witness the ceremony as we destroy the device in three days.
2: That is incredibly generous of you. I think I speak for all of us when we say, when I say, we'd be very happy to attend.
3: Uh, It it would be an honour.
0: And you, one who seems to know the stars, I invite you specially to. Study this temple. Look upon the stellar charts we have brought. See if you may uncover the secrets that a certain circle of people have left behind to uncover.
3: Mm. If I may, I would love An audience with you at a later time as
0: well. Perhaps something less and he like Yeah his head like (laughs) shifts from side to side formal something more casual.